Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, where we explore how we can better understand our thoughts, feelings and actions, change our results and feel less alone as we navigate that crazy thing called life. My name is Emily Chabourne and I am a mindset coach and I recorded this episode live in my free Facebook group, That Crazy Thing Called Life. If you're not a member yet, head to the show notes to join this epic community of over 3,000 people and you'll be able to join me live next week as I record the next episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. Dear M, any tips for being single in isolation? I hate being single and I'm really struggling. So I too am single and I too am in isolation. So I totally hear you. I understand what you're saying. I'm going to take you through three steps, past, present and future. But one of the things before I go into that um, list, one of the things that I want to just highlight to you is this idea that you hate being single. So why do you hate being single? I want you to sit down with a pen and a paper and I want you to ask yourself that question. Why do I hate being single? What are the stories that are associated with singledom for you? Is it that you are still hearing echoes of spinsterhood in your head? This idea that you've been left on the shelf, that you're not worthy of a relationship, that no one loves you, that you're not good enough? Because that kind of like quite Victorian way of thinking which again is passed down through generation and generation and generation, right? We hand down story and folklore and paradigm and experience generation to generation, even when it's outdated, the patriarchy still exists. And so we've been handed down this idea that as a woman, really your job is to get married and procreate. All you need to do is watch a Disney video, right? Go and watch The Little Mermaid, Cinderella, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, any of them from the 80s and the 90s, the message, the underlying message is, hey, woman, you will be happy when you fall in love with a man and live happily ever after. And that is bollocks. It's not true. It's a story. It's a fairy tale. It's not real. For many of us, we still sit unconsciously with this idea that our happy ever after is in marriage and that we are valuable if we are mothers. We don't live like that anymore. That's not the rule book anymore. That's not real. I know plenty of people who are in relationships who are very unhappy. Your happiness doesn't lie in the relationship. In fact, there have been studies that have proved that two years into a new relationship, you will revert back to the same level of happiness that you were at before the relationship. So if you are not happy now and you found a relationship tomorrow, in two years' time, you'd still not be happy even though you were in the relationship. So start asking yourself, what are the belief systems here? What story am I telling myself about what a relationship is and what it means about my own self-worth? And get quite deep on that because you'll be surprised at what it is that you believe. If you believe that you're only valuable if a man tells you he loves you, you want to be fucking looking at that. The reality of the situation is, If you are single in isolation, probably definitely going to be single for the next six weeks. Here in Melbourne, we've just gone into level four lockdown. So for the next six weeks, we're not seeing anybody, right? Us single ladies. We can have some nice chats on Bumble. We can maybe even have a sneaky hinge Zoom meeting. But, you know, aside from a socially distanced walk along the beach, we are not 
hanging out with people. We're not going out. We're not socializing in the ways that we normally would. So I want to move through past, present and future with you. We'll start with the past. In this time, this unique time that you have got. Theodore, stop making that noise, please. In this unique time that you have got, this six-week stretch in front of you, use the time appropriately, right? There's no point just sitting on the sofa being sad that you're single. Use the time to uh, get yourself into a healthy situation mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, so that as and when your next relationship comes about, it's going to be fucking great and not just a bit of an average relationship or he'll do or I'm desperate for love so I'll just go out with anything. If you're anything like me, your first thought in the morning is often one of, oh, holy fuck. We wake up instantly feeling like we're in lack. Not enough sleep, not enough time, not enough. We scroll through social media and feel not enough. We think about our day ahead and feel underprepared, uninspired or overwhelmed. What if we're not enough? Before we're even out of bed, our mind is telling us all sorts of crazy stories. And these stories set the precedent for our day and have a huge effect on our results. Imagine if you could start your day with a different thought. Imagine waking up to a daily reminder of the greatness that lies within you. Imagine having your own personal and funny cheerleader inspiring you every single day. Imagine your first waking thought being one of abundance and purpose. Well, imagine no longer, my friend, because now you can wake up with M. Wake Up With M is a text message service for women who are ready to wake up to their power, purpose, and passion. A daily motivational message from me personally to get you smiling into your day and vibing high from the moment you wake up and all for less than the price of a couple of lattes a month. And even better, you get the first month completely for free. Because, well, you know, you might actually find it really annoying to have a daily reminder that you're amazing and capable and awesome. Head to emilychabourne.com forward slash wake up or check out the link in the show notes below. Good morning, you're awesome. So the first thing is look at your past. So what patterns have you had in your relationships in the past? And do they need to be healed? Do they need to be addressed? Every boyfriend I've ever had has cheated on me. There's a pattern there. Every boyfriend I've ever had, I've cheated on. There's a pattern there. Every boyfriend I've ever had, I've been really codependent with. There's a pattern there. Every boyfriend I've ever had, we've argued about the same thing. There's a pattern there. My ex-girlfriend was a bitch. The ex-girlfriend before her was a bitch. The ex-girlfriend before her was a bitch. There's a pattern there. So start looking at your partners of your past and identifying where there have been patterns. Patterns in the way that they've behaved, patterns in the way that you've behaved, patterns in the way that you felt because there is so much information for you inside those patterns. Then you wanna get really deep inside those patterns. Well, what does that pattern say about me? Not about them, about me. We can't change them. We can only ever change us. So what does that pattern say about me? Well, you know, every single person that I've ever been out with, there's been a red flag that I've ignored. Why have I ignored that red flag? Oh, because I was so desperate to be loved. Okay, I need to look at that. So use this time to look deep into your past 
and start bringing up some of the stuff that you can work on today, which moves us into our second point, which is the present. Are you currently, today, right now, in a great relationship with yourself? And I know you're like rolling your eyes, you know, the best relationship you can be is the relationship with yourself. We get it. Um, I say it because it's true. I say it a lot because it's really true. Are you in a great relationship with yourself today? That means, do you have firm boundaries? Boundaries work three ways. You've got self-to-self boundaries. You know, when I say I'm going to go for a run today, do I go for a run today? Do I have firm boundaries with myself around how much junk food I eat, how much Netflix I watch, how much I gossip about other people? What are the boundaries that you have with yourself? The second is boundaries self to others. So when I say to somebody, no, you can't do that, and then they do it anyway, do I just go, oh, okay, okay. You know, if I've said to my partner, it's really important, like one of my ex-partners, oh, it's really important that you come to this family function with me, and then they call me as I'm on the way there, and they're like, yeah, sorry, I went out last night, with the boys got really far, sorry, I'm not coming, and you just forgive that, that's a compromise of your boundary that you have allowed. Then you've got others to self, so that means, like, do I push other people's boundaries? Do I constantly overstep the boundaries that other people put down? Because boundaries work two ways. If you want people to respect your boundaries, you've got to respect other people's. So have a look at that. Have a look at your level of integrity. Integrity has a vibrational frequency attached to it. Are you in your own integrity with yourself? Do you say one thing but do another? Look at your level of trust that you have with yourself. If you are in a place of distrust with yourself, you will see distrust in other people. And you can turn around and you can be like, oh, yeah, but all of my ex-partners have cheated on me, so what do you expect them? <coughs> Excuse me. I don't know what happened there. Sound like I smoked 20 a day then. Um, you can say, oh, yeah, but all my partners cheated on me, so what do you expect? Your partners may very well have cheated on you. Take the responsibility for the red flags that you ignored, the behavior that you excused, what it was that you tolerated, and then begin to heal that through finding the lesson, doing the deep work, and then begin to start building that level of trust with yourself. How do you do that? You stand in true integrity with yourself. What does that look like? You have strict boundaries with yourself. When you say you're going to do something, you do it. You apply love and compassion to yourself. I mean, I could go down the rabbit hole with that because there's, there's so much involved. And it's such a beautiful, wonderful, blooming, onion-peeling journey, that journey of self-discovery and self-awareness. So... In the past, you're going to look for the patterns that you've had in the relationships that you've had to date. You're going to move into the present. Are you in a great relationship with yourself right now? And then you're going to start looking at the future, which is step number three, which is all about beginning the manifestation process around calling in the person that you want to be with. So you want to get very clear on how you want to feel. And we hear all the time, don't we, in manifestation, especially when it comes to manifesting a partner, write your list, write your list so you know what you want. And I'm all for that. I think it's great. I think it's a fun exercise to do. And you've got to know what it is that you want. But when you're writing that list, what you need to understand is the universe doesn't understand what you've written on a piece of paper. The only language that the universe speaks is the language of vibrational frequency. Now, we experience vibrational frequency through the way that we feel. So when you're manifesting anything, when you begin that manifestation process, there's a five-step process to manifestation. The first is to have a very clear intention. So yes, you write the list. What is it that you want from your future partner? What are you calling in? The second step is to be in alignment with that. So that is how do you want to feel? 
And the more that you can put yourself in the vibrational alignment of what it is that you want to receive, and you can do that through a myriad of ways, I teach this all in the hub, then you are more likely to be the vibrational frequency and vibrational frequency attracts vibrational frequency. We call that the law of attraction. If you've read The Secret, watch the film, you'll get the idea. And so that then brings people into our force field, right? Through people, experiences, circumstances, and experiences begin to sort of happen around us as we shift our vibrational frequency up into the levels of what it is that we want to attract, whether that be love, whether it be money, whether it be health. So yes, get really clear on what it is that you want to attract, but the, the secret, the missing step is be in the vibrational frequency of what it is that you want to attract. And like I said, I teach all of that in the hub. One of the things that I can give you now is to use the power of your imagination. Use the power of your imagination to start thinking about what it would be like to be in that relationship. Visualization is such a powerful tool, not just because your subconscious mind doesn't know what's real and what's not real. So your subconscious mind uh, is like, oh, let's say you're watching a movie, right? And the movie is really sad and you start crying. Consciously, you know that that movie is just a movie. But subconsciously, you don't know what's real or not real. So what you are watching unfold in front of you, you have an emotional reaction to. I watched The Notebook on a flight, a Qantas flight back from the UK once just after my mum had died. And I fucking howled. Like I would like the steward air steward came over and was like are you okay i was like it's it's so sad i was bawling like a baby consciously i know it's a film consciously i know it's not happening subconsciously different story so the power of your subconscious mind is fucking huge don't ever discount it so sit in visualization and allow that visualization to create feeling inside of you now What's really interesting about visualization is that it can quite often tell you what other stuff might be going on for you. I'll give you an example of this. I used to love drama. I got my need for significance met quite unresourcefully through drama. And I would have these visualizations and I would have these sort of fantasies, if you like, about my future partner. And somehow we always ended up arguing we always ended up in some kind of like big, massive public row. And it kept happening. Like I would allow my imagination to run away with itself and that's where I'd always end up. And that uncovered for me loads and loads of stories and beliefs that I had about what a relationship was, about how a relationship and love and um, connection is communicated. And It showed some really unresourceful patterns of behavior that I have displayed in the past and some really, really, really interesting shit that I needed to clear up and heal. So allow yourself to imagine what you want from your relationship and then pay real attention to how you see that relationship panning out. If, like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews, and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Friday emails. They're jam-packed with awesomeness, and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes, and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday! Scripting is another thing that you can do. Scripting is sitting down with a pen and paper and writing out the way that you want it to be as if it has already happened. So you would predate it and write it like, you know, 
It is the 31st of December, 2022. And I'm so grateful and thankful that my partner just bought me breakfast in bed. And then you would start writing about this relationship that you have with your partner. And again, just allowing that to flow, you may very well just bring up subconsciously some of the blocks that you might have. For example, you might find yourself being like, oh God, that's never gonna happen for me. I don't deserve that type of love. Oh, there's no way that's gonna happen for me. People aren't really like that. People aren't nice like that. And again, this is real information that you need to know now so that you can clear that shit because anything is possible and you're deserving of all the love. So again, just really interesting ways, not just to bring in what it is that you desire, but to work out why you might be blocking it from coming already. So I trust that that has been useful. So I'll run through those three things again. Look at your past. So look at the patterns that you have got to heal. Look at your present. Are you in a great relationship with yourself currently right now? And then look at your future and begin the manifestation process. And as you begin to get very clear on what it is that you want, just be very aware of any blocks or resistance that come up because they need to be dealt with as well. Okay, I trust that that has been useful. Em, you have spoken of so many processes I'm currently working through. Widowed 10 years and a couple of short relationships over this time, but I felt safer single, even though I didn't want to be. So, so relative and essential in moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Pay attention to yourself, man. Like, sit in the seat of self-awareness, regularly, daily, consciously, purposefully. You have all of the answers inside you. All of the reasons you're not getting what you want are inside of you. Really listen to what is going on internally. Listen to the stories, get it out on paper. Very useful, you're welcome. Doing this work has given me the most beautiful relationship with myself, yay. 13 years single, I've been scared to go then. Again, now learning through you in the hub that I can do it and I can be in control of myself in a relationship. Yeah, a lot of people are scared of relationships. They say they want one, but they're scared that they'll lose control of who they are or they'll lose independence or they'll get hurt again. You know, it's like, I want love, I want deep love and connection, but I'm very protected about my heart. And you can't have both. So you're gonna have to learn how to take down that protection, how to heal that past trauma and how to heal that past pain. Again, this is stuff that you learn in the hub. That's it for today's episode. I trust you loved it. And remember, you can join me as I record these episodes live on Thursday mornings. All of the details are in the show notes. If you love this episode, I'd really appreciate you sharing it with a mate or on your socials. Please tag me, Emily underscore that crazy thing called life. You can also share it through Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, please rate and review. It really helps other people find this valuable content. And as always, nothing beats a good bit of word of mouth, does it? So you let Barbara down the road know that she should have a little listen to this episode. If you're interested in joining the Unashamedly Human Hub, my global coaching community, check out the link in the show notes. See you in the next episode and keep being brave.